Kindergarten through fifth grade is uh, dismissed for kids' church. And we also have Easter practice for kindergarten through fifth grade, too, as well. How's everybody doing? Still with me? Hanging in there? All right. Let's pray. God, you're so holy, you're so awesome, you're so mighty. Thank you for giving me this opportunity just to, to preach your word. Help me to preach it humbly. Help me to preach it accurately. Be with all the needs in this room. Be with the uh, coronavirus that's uh, been uh, messing with China and a few other areas. And, and just have your hand in that situation. And just uh, be with our politics and all the craziness with that. And, and God, we just uh, still have a lot of blessings, even with all the craziness going on. Help us to latch on to those blessings. Because you are true and you are holy regardless of what happens. In the mighty and precious and powerful name of Jesus, amen. Can anybody remember where they were January 28th, 1986? I don't remember where I was because I wasn't born yet, but some of you guys might remember where you were on January 28th, 1986. Andy, where were you? I was outside my house when my father told me what happened. Okay. Nice segue. Nice segue. Sorry, Matt, what were you going to say? I was in middle school. We were, I was mad because we were the only class that worked. Our teachers wouldn't let us watch it. What? He was making us do work out there. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, January 28, 1986 is when the Space Shuttle Challenger exploded about 73 seconds into takeoff. And do you know why the Space Shuttle Challenger exploded 73 seconds into takeoff? Because of a little O-ring that malfunctioned. There was a little O-ring that malfunctioned. 73 seconds into takeoff. Out of the million parts that were in this space shuttle, a little O-ring was responsible for everybody dying on board. The space shuttle Challenger. A lot of things that we think are insignificant are really significant. And a lot of the things that we think are insignificant in our lives are really essential in our lives. We've been in this series called Church 101 where we've been talking about the basics of church in 1 Corinthians. And to remind you guys of the background of 1 Corinthians, Paul is writing to the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians because there was a lot of spiritual immaturity and a lot of spiritual immorality going on in the Corinthian church at that time. There were people abusing the Lord's Supper there were people causing a lot of acts of sexual immorality. And there were people also giving false teachings regarding the resurrection of Jesus, to name a few things. But specifically in 1 Corinthians 12, where we're going to be looking at today, Paul is addressing the misuse of spiritual gifts. There were some people in the church in Corinth that had some glamorous spiritual gifts, like speaking in tongues, and they were using those glamorous spiritual gifts to make themselves feel like they were better than other people. And a couple weeks ago, we mentioned in verses 12 through 14 of 1 Corinthians 12 that the reason why the Corinthian church had spiritual gifts in the first place was because they were part of a body. A body that had different roles that were powered by the Holy Spirit. And last week, we were in verses 15 through 20 where Paul was talking about 
Uh, you should never think that your role is not essential in the body. And this week, in verses uh, 21 to 24, we're going to see Paul convincing the Corinthian church that you shouldn't think other parts of the body are not essential. So last week we were talking about not degrading ourselves in our roles, and this week we're talking about not degrading other people in their roles. We need to think of other roles as essential in the body of Christ. So we're going to look at uh, 1 Corinthians 12, verses 21 to 24. Here's 1 Corinthians 12, verses 21 to 24. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment, but God has put the body together, giving great honor to the parts that lacked it. Paul is telling the Corinthian church, you should view every role in the body as essential. If you're an eye, you should see the hand as essential. If you are the head, you should see the feet as essential. No matter how visible a role is or how undesirable a role is, you should see every role as essential in the body of Christ. Let's put this in Tomahawk church terms. We should see the sound people as essential, even though we don't see them all the time. We should see the people that change the diapers in the nursery as essential, even though that's not a desirable job. We should see the person that cleans the floors around the church as essential, even though we don't see that person all the time. Because every role matters, and we should treat every role like it is essential in the body of Christ. So why is every role essential in the body of Christ? Because we rely on every role. That's why every role is essential, because we rely on every role. 1 Corinthians 12.22 says, On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. One of the oldest and tallest and heaviest trees in the world is the large sequoia. Can we get that slide up? There are some sequoia trees that are 3,300 years in age. And there are some sequoia trees that are around 250 feet tall. And there are also some sequoia trees that weigh 12 million pounds. Yeah, there's a picture of a sequoia tree. That is a huge tree. But what a lot of people don't know about the sequoia tree is the fact that there's a lot of small thread-like roots that are under the sequoia tree, making the sequoia tree powerful. It's hard to picture all these tiny thread-like roots making a sequoia tree powerful. But do you know how those tiny roots make the sequoia tree powerful under the sequoia tree? Those tiny roots are interconnected with roots from other sequoia trees. So the roots 
from one sequoia tree rely on the roots from another sequoia tree. And there's a community with all these tiny thread-like roots. And that's how these sequoia trees are powerful, because you've got all these little tiny roots underground that are relying on each other. As the church, as the body of Christ, we have to rely on every role in the body because every role is essential. And when we rely on every role, we can hold up the weight of the mission of Jesus for the church with the power of Jesus helping us hold up the mission of the church. If you look at our heart and our liver and our lungs, they're not visible, but don't we rely on our heart and our liver and our lungs to survive? There are also some parts that we're not going to mention that are less desirable as far as letting waste out, but we need those parts too, don't we? If we want to survive. We rely on the floors to be clean so we can make a good first impression. We rely on diapers to be changed in the nurseries so people don't suffocate in the building from the bad smell. We rely on people to greet at the front door so we can make a good first impression. We need every role, and every role relies on every other role because we are the body of Christ and we need each other. It's easy to give glory to the people that do the leadership or the preaching or the teaching or the music. But the people that do the preaching and the teaching and the music rely on the other people that maybe do some more of the behind-the-scenes stuff because we all rely on each other. One theologian said, we are weak towards some and strong towards others. Because we are fearfully and wonderfully made, because we're made in the image of God, we are all given different strengths and weaknesses. Because we're all given different strengths and weaknesses, we're weak towards some, but strong towards others. So we can rely on other parts of the body so the church can live out its mission. And we're weak towards some and strong towards others because the love of Christ excludes both a feeling of superiority and a feeling of inferiority. I heard that one time from a famous theologian. The love of Christ excludes both a feeling of superiority and a feeling of inferiority. That's how we're weak towards some and strong towards others. Jesus didn't come to the earth with superiority or inferiority. Jesus didn't live a life with superiority or inferiority. Jesus didn't die because of superiority or inferiority. Jesus didn't leave a Holy Spirit of inferiority or superiority. And we were never called to live out the love of Christ with superiority or inferiority. The blood of Jesus does not just save us from eternal death, but the blood of Jesus allows us to be humble and to rely on each other because we don't have superiority or inferiority. So what do we do to see every part of the body as essential? What does this look like? It's what 1 Corinthians 12, 23 
to 24 says, And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment, but God has put the body together, giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it. So how should we treat those roles that aren't seen as essential because they're either not visible or because they're just not very respectable? we got to go out of our way to communicate and encourage when it comes to those roles that aren't as visible or those roles that are not as respectable. we got to go out of our way to communicate and encourage. And this is how we go out of our way to communicate and encourage. Go out of your way to send a card to somebody that maybe doesn't have a very visible role. Maybe go out of your way to invite somebody to dinner that has a role that's not real respectable. Send a text message of appreciation to somebody that has a role that's maybe not desirable or visible. Or let the whole world of Facebook know how great a role is that's not so desirable or not so visible. Let's use Facebook for something positive for once. You know, there's so much negativity going on on Facebook. Let's use it for some good. Let's spread the word about some people that are really making an impact, even if their role is not visible or respectable. I heard this story one time about this uh, politician that was at a luncheon, and he was in line to, to get some chicken, and the lady that was serving the chicken um, told the politician they couldn't get an extra piece of chicken. And this politician's like, don't you know who I am? And, and the chicken lady's like, don't you know who I am? I'm the one that serves the chicken. <laughs> she was making a point. I'm not going to show favoritism to anybody because I'm just as important as you are. And when we don't go out of our way to communicate and encourage those that maybe don't have respectable roles or those that don't have very visible roles, we can fall into the trap of favoritism. And favoritism is not what God honors. James 2.9 says, But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. So constantly be in the habit of encouraging those people that have roles that are not that visible or roles that are not that respectable. And also go out of your way to communicate with those people that have roles that are not that visible or roles that are not that respectable. I heard one time that there was an actor named Robert Brookfield who was mistakenly reported to be dead one time. Can you imagine being mistakenly reported as dead? And this guy had the pleasure of reading his own obituary. It said, never a great actor. He was invaluable in supporting roles. Never a great actor. He was invaluable in supporting roles. Our obituaries should uh, read that. Not a great actor, but invaluable in supporting roles. We need to be a supporting role for the other roles. And the other roles need to be a supporting role for us. Because in the body of Christ, we are all equal. And we should see every role as essential. Whether we see that role as essential or not. Because we need 
each other. Why don't you pray with me? Dear Gracious Heavenly Father, we, we love You and we praise You and we stand off Your presence, God. You are so good. You are so great. You are so mighty. And we just lay everything at Your feet. Help us to be people that see every role as essential. Because we need every role, whether we want to believe it or not. And You see every role as essential. Because we're all fearfully and wonderfully made. We love you and we praise you. In the mighty and precious name of Jesus, amen. We're going to have a time of invitation. You want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we're going to have an elder that's going to be up here if you want to make that decision. Um,